for self-medication. Which brings me to the second incursion of coke into my life, Jervy. This was a few years later when I met this older woman. I mean, she was in her 30s and I was in my 20s and we started going around together. She introduced me to the wonders of the toot. Now, given my wife might be reading this or my teenage kids, I shall eschew graphic reportage of intimate encounters enhanced by the cane. But as Hendrix would say, I did indeed kiss the sky. As to how this book came about, we'd been invited to the Los Angeles Times Festival of Books to participate on a panel commemorating the 10th anniversary of the Los Angeles riots of 1992. Jervy had edited Geography of Rage, a collection of essays about the civil unrest published in 2002, and Gary had a piece in it. Later we talked about how weird it was that with all the anthologies, from the erotic to the criminal, we hadn't come across any inspired by cocaine, the scourge of our times. We both thought it would be a good idea, but good ideas get lost with bad ones. So, we met a few weeks after the panel, kicked the idea around some more, and came up with an outline, but didn't get too far beyond that. We went our separate ways, assuming it wouldn't get done. Then along came Akashic Books publisher Johnny Temple, who, fresh from the success of Brooklyn Noir, an ambitious collection of crime fiction stories, asked us about the cocaine idea months after we'd mentioned it to him in passing. Soon the concept was cranking, and not long after we began inviting submissions, excellent stories started blowing in. The stories we ultimately selected for this collection reflect what interests us as observers of the human condition in its various physical and psychological permutations. The four sections of the book are used as a rough breakdown of the effects cocaine has on the participants in a given story, no matter what side of the tracks it occurs on, though some relate tales of those who actually cross those tracks in their hunt for the flake, the rock, or in their attempt to escape its grip. Here are some samples. Detrice Jones is powerful vignette of a young girl living with addicted parents who spend their days trying to gank their daughter's lunch money. National Book Award nominee Susan Strait's hard-ass story of an aging crack whore. Jerry Stahl's absurd, ribald portrayal of a debased coke fiend. And Bill Moody's low notes about the nature of caring and waste. There's also Bob Ward's tale of Love Gone Strange, Nina Revoir's harrowing piece revealing how things do not always go better with coke, and Laura Lippman's hilariously twisted slice of the underbelly. These are some of the scary charms found in The Cocaine Chronicles. We hope you find value in them. Every contributor to this anthology stepped up and delivered. We are very grateful to each of them for coming through on relatively short notice and relatively minimal pay. They were truly inspired by the subject matter. For, as the late, great super-freak Rick James once said, cocaine, it's a hell of a drug. Part One Touched by Death Ten Keys Written by Lee Child and narrated by Christian Rummel. Mostly shit happens, but sometimes things fall in your lap. Not often, but enough times to drop a rock on despair. 
But you can't start in with thoughts of redemption. That would be inappropriate. Such events are not about you. Things fall in your lap not because you're good, but because other people are bad and stupid. This guy walked into a bar, which sounds like the start of a joke, which was what it was, really, in every way. The bar was a no-name dive with a peeled paint door and no sign outside. As such, it was familiar to me and the guy and people like us. I was already inside, at a table I had used before. I saw the guy come in. I knew him in the sense that I had seen him around a few times, and therefore he knew me, too. Because as long as we assume a certain amount of reciprocity in the universe, he had seen me around the exact same number of times. I see him, he sees me.